0: welcome to common man's common sense thank you for tuning in to this week's episode we have a ton we're talking about today so let's get started
1: anyways one of the, one of the things that, that I, I like last week I just want to very short expound upon on what I said last week and uh, again the question posed a few weeks ago is what can people can do to combat this and and I think that one of the, I was talking with one of my close friends via text about basically that and I um, one of the things that, that I think people need to always remember is that the majority of people don't want what we have, I, in my opinion, and, I, you know, the majority elected Donald Trump and they elected his agenda. So when you're seeing all these crazy things, know that this be, is being driven by the minority. And so you can at least save a little bit of, you, you know, take a little bit of uh, solace in that. But um as far as the things I was discussing is what people can do, you, you have to remember to, to lead by example and you can only affect change within your sphere of influence. So when people are saying idiotic things like "you know, speak your truth, don't speak your truth, speak the truth within your sphere of influence is, is what the truth actually is. If someone is saying something that's not true and toting a narrative that, that you know to be false, don't be scared of being canceled or whatever you have to you speak the truth in your sphere of influence and educate people and so that doesn't mean getting into an argument um in a pissing contest for the sake of being a pissing contest because we all tend to do that but change people's minds if somebody is uneducated on an issue it's your obligation just as an american period to to educate that person and and at least try to do your best to set the facts straight in a diplomatic fashion so that you can change hearts and change minds. Arguing with people over nonsensical BS, especially emotionally based arguments that are designed to be to be emotional, is a feckless um, endeavor. So let's not do that.
2: And I think that I think it by and large we used to be able to do that have two side so have a conversation with the other side, and now it seems like you know the other side just kind of they're more of cancel culture, um, doxing people. Oh um, yeah, you know, silence you on whatever social
1: media outlet. Uh,
0: and and it, how did that all take place? I mean, how,
1: how did that? How
0: did we get to that point today?
1: Because conniving, sniveling little brats that grew up with the internet thought that you know it would be a, a power move for somebody small and significant to to out somebody. So, for an example. If a business owner of any uh, of any prominence made a statement they didn't like, they you know, oh well, this guy said this, and they would try to disseminate that and spread it out as far as possible, and so that broke that breaks down to a smaller scale. So say somebody, look, look at the guy that that um, was driving the the bus a while back, and, and oh, he said something on a. Um, social media during a newscast, like a, a live stream and, and bang, that guy's job is done is because the insignificant, the, the number one, those, those young people have been taught to be offended by everything. Everything's offensive. <clears throat> and so the, I, I, I'm, again, this is what, uh, let me preface this, I'll hold that thought. Cause I'm going to ramble, but and it, like I said last week, this is kind of the reason people asked me to do a, a podcast is because basically things are like what I'm about to say, which tends to, to equate into a lot of rambling, but um First and foremost, the, the name of this show, like it was kind of arbitrary and we, we don't like it. We'd like to change it. But the, the idea is still sound, common man's common sense. We're all blue collar guys. So this isn't like a psychiatrist take on anything. We're just regular ass Joes. And this is the way we see things. And so like, you can't hold me to account about like, oh, well, the specifics of, or how you know, X, Y, and Z may work, but this is just the way that I see that, that specific scenario, but the young people being taught to be offended, um, and, and none of us are college, are you a college graduate? You're a college dropout. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so anyways. we're not. I attended. Yeah, we, we all have degrees and not a damn thing.
0: That's and correct. So, and that makes it hard to tell my kids that, you know, they need to pursue college a little bit. Because, well, I just went to take some courses that I thought would help me not like English and stuff like that. I took some accounting courses and some business courses, and then I, in, I, I went and made money. Not me. I'm certified. Oh, my bad.
1: <laughs> well, we can. you can talk about your career. I mean. What?
2: No, I, I'm not certified in anything. I'm just. Oh. You're certified I wasn't, in all kinds of things. I wasn't, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to get into the specifics of what I'm certified doing. I'm certified
1: tow motor driver So <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um I think what what Rex was saying though as far as you used to be able to talk about things that kind of solidifies what I'm saying and is the point of it if you, what so again the arbitrary idea the idiotic idea that you you know what what is how's the phrase go about your truth like speak your truth yes um and like it's easy to say like you know speak the truth but if you know what you're saying is accurate and infallible there's no reason to be scared of of the things that they do that you just outlined. You just, what I'm saying is accurate and true, and so and obviously that doesn't entail um, saying malicious things based on race or any of the other things like these these mechanisms that are negative um, that that they would try to pin on things that aren't that. So and, and statistics don't lie. So stick to the truth the the truth matters the truth is really all that matters but and as far as the how we got to this point the the media the the media at all levels young people being indoctrinated to run off tanks of pure emotion i mean the media backs them up at every turn and we're going to talk about a lot of that this evening so the well, the,
0: the
1: the media's involvement in all the things that are going on including that you know
0: yeah, I guess it's kind of like, sorry. I, guess, I was just kind of asking the question: How did we get there? Because for me, it almost seems like the frog in the pot of boiling water. It's but it seems so sudden, and I don't know if it's just me that that seems so sudden. But it almost seems like the last fifteen years have just been a flash, and it's like wow, we just suddenly had this huge shift. it but I don't know if that's just me or if that's. I think some of it's an
1: optical illusion. I don't, the, the country by and large isn't as far left as New York and California. And there's a reason there's a mass exodus from California to Texas, for an example, because those policies have all failed. And I think the majority disagree with those policies, which is why, just for an example right now, it's something that we may touch on later. So Governor Kemp in Georgia signs uh, election um, fraud legislation, and so, what was the story? The the state senator was banging on his door and got arrested, and so that makes him racist. But which, on a side note, um, I think what he he did is, is pointless. The the horses long since out of the barn, and I don't know that they can win there. I, they may lose the governorship over all that. And Stacey Abrams is. is for be and again, I, I obviously don't like her, but to discount that woman as a joke is, is a mistake. She's a she's a powerhouse, a political powerhouse. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I pulled a joke. lot of you well, think, well yeah, 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 that was a Joe Biden moment. Uh, you, you oh, know the thing, you know the thing.
2: But I think a lot of um, a lot of the way we win has all been in the name of tolerance, mm. and uh, which is an absolute. I mean, for the most part, intolerance. You've got a lot of people screaming really loudly how that, that you should be tolerant and uh, and they're tolerant of a lot of things except for conservative, you know, traditional core conservative Christian values. And then you talked about, you know, being malicious and stuff earlier and, and people being overly sensitive and, but people take malicious. People say that things like saying a man is a man and a woman is a woman. They today take that as, as malicious speech now. I
1: guess. And it's people, obviously not, yeah, so you should always say that. Absolutely, it's it's and it never bend the knee, which was, was was my original point.
2: Yeah, it's that's that's not saying anything to be offensive. That is the truth. That is not my truth. That is the truth. Sure, and and it and it always has been, and always will right, be. Right, and you the
1: can't. biological science that backs it up—that's actual science, because that's kind of another key phrase they use. You know, trust the science, believe the science, follow the science. When it fits their narrative, but the science will always be the same biologically. There's two sexes, and so gender, is, outside of a literary sense, isn't even a real thing, in my opinion, in my worldview, and what I believe to be the actual truth. And in in all actuality, gender is not a thing. There's there's two sexes, male and female. So again, and I'll, you would be deemed hateful for saying that. I don't care. Like well, that's, that's the I, difference. That's, I don't, that's what I'm saying.
2: And, and, I'm just I'm just saying from from their point of view. <laughs> And that conversation is not—that's not a two-way street anymore. And from their point of view, that's that's hateful. Uh,
1: but one, I guess one of the over overall,
2: like we we've we've now discounted things like actual heroism and bravery and and people storming the beaches at Normandy. I and and now the heroism is
1: what say, uh, say I can tell woman, you exactly what the like heroism it's, now is it's social. Now?
2: Like, yeah, it's all social heroism. Sure. It's like,
1: it's it's the it's the soccer playing woman with the, the lesbian with a purple yes. uh, dye haircut saying that oh you know I did so much to get here and I never thought this day would come. Which why why would you not think that? And and because they're trying to equate their uh, equate their own actions to the same heroism that you referred to a minute ago. Um, but that so and this is kind of my belief with Chris, witnessing like Christianity is that it's not a wholesale thing. Like you affect change in somebody's heart when their heart is open. And so I think one of the things, and I'm super, super guilty of this for the entirety of my adult life. If someone disagrees with me politically, I have to, you know, they're the nail and I'm the hammer. Like you, you're an idiot and here's why. And that's not with the benefit of a, a slight amount of maturity in my life. That's definitely not the right approach. The right approach would be, you know, when someone's talking all the nonsense you're talking about, you don't immediately come out of the gate like full fledged like a lion and freaking rip their head off. You wait until the opportunity presents itself to show them why they're wrong and tell them what the truth is to the best of your you know reasonably to the best of your ability, where you're not creating an enemy. Even though I personally, I'm, I'll be honest, that person would be my enemy. I mean, but like I I don't give two craps about you. And but some people that if if could be convinced need to be convinced because you you have to be shown the truth. And so, but what I was going to say a minute ago, though, as far as the the, the people leaving California and New York, um, and just like I was saying, like the majority doesn't agree with these things. So, what what's taking place in Georgia and the Democrats are so mad about is is they're trying to mitigate election fraud now. Um, I, I to what degree I don't know. But the reason the Democrats are so upset and calling it a racial issue is because they can't win without cheating because still, when you're talking about the, the frog in the boiling water, the public opinion is still the same. People are... Americans are still Americans, and so to bleed out our heritage and our birthright of the Constitution and everything that comes along with it, that you can't get that that easy. That That's a... This is... It's an optical illusion. It's not real. Like, you can't have... All of this that easily it's not going to happen and so will people stand up absolutely i believe they will i think they're going to be have to push be pushed a lot harder because they've been bred to be complacent through a variety of media so don't 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 lose faith in the american people just yet the american people don't want this the american people want peace they, they want what they've always had and when they feel that it's legitimately threatened enough i, th- I think the i think that people will stand up and and, and again in a multitude of ways to combat what's going on, and, and perhaps they already are. I mean, where three or four you know jerk offs on a weekly basis that get to you, they gather to do this for a very minimal audience because we think we should. And that's something we never did before an election was stolen. So people are doing things. And you again, you have to do things that you can affect change. Again, in your sphere of influence, is very important to, to stick to that. But of, and, and that's one of the things that's that probably going to get really beat down tonight is, is that obviously, there's a lot of things with the new administration because of this first press conference, which is the first thing that we're going to roll into. And we could go... Probably uh, the next four hours talking about some of the. There's so many developments from just this week, and this is going to be the continual train wreck slash dumpster fire. In fact, it's like a cargo a cargo train with dump- dumpsters on fire being hauled down the tracks. It's it's that bad. So
0: the best way to get something done if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to anyway. I'm, mm. We're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about.
1: that That's not the okay. first time he's done that. Um, no. uh
2: this go. Yeah. Pause for another. Uh, uh, that guy has no idea what's going on. My gosh, no, he's, he's lost. It, it's hard to watch him, but am I the only one like... The woman standing standing to his left signing, I mean, is that distracting? <laughs> like, I, yeah, am I am I the only one that's distracted by that? I,
1: I, what what are you doing? I, I, I'm gonna give a little. She's
0: scratching her head. Yeah,
1: Did you that, see oh, it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have a little bit different take on that one. I mean, it certainly appears that, that and it, it's it's a very high likelihood that it's just because he's completely seen out and lost, but. No. Well, in context of what he was saying about the filibuster, like basically, I don't think he wants to get rid of it. I think he, I th- almost think for what is left of his cognitive abilities, like he knows that that's probably not the best idea for when they lose power. And, and I, right now, today, I believe they will lose power eventually. It's debatable. But I think he was about to mess up and say it and then caught himself, I think. But, um, but I think that's one possibility, but obviously, which, and not to rehash stuff from last week, but I, I was watching the, the stair triple fall again. <laughs> <laughs> that was a triple-double. And I lo- I, it was great because, I know we've already discussed this, but it, it was so great that I just had to repeat it because I, I've actually looked, I, I had very little time to look at it before last week, and so I've I watched it several more times because it is fun to watch. I'm sorry, because the dude historically is such a, a rotten, rotten ass because he walks so deliberate and slow and, like, just careful. It's like, it's almost as if you're walking on a tightrope. Like, that's how nervous you are about just the act of walking. And then you get on the stairs, and then you try to freaking walk. I'm going to do a brisk jog. I got a good idea. I'm going to do a brisk jog. And and then, because it looked like he tripped, and he was going to try to continue with the brisk jog, jog and tripped again and then fell <laughs> dude you suck at this game man you need well, to he is up. the
2: one that said no watch how i run upstairs yeah and and how trump stumbles down on something to that effect yeah. so yeah that came from his own lips so oh. i mean yeah i i hate to watch the the, the old guy fall um yeah you you kind of asked for that one buddy
1: the The game Mousetrap, I think it was Mousetrap, had the at one point the marble you would crank it and it would go up the conveyor belt with little fins on it, that that's definitely so it will look like steps. And the reason it's not an escalator is because if he falls on the the rubber flaps, like it'll pull him up and like he won't break his face on an escalator step. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? But this well, guy
2: has so many he's he's had so many gaffes like everybody knew this was coming i mean it, it seemed like and i even watched a clip earlier um where they had paused it and uh and zoomed in on his little cheat sheets that he had during oh, this press man, conference yeah. that actually has pictures of the reporters it's got their pictures so that he can associate a face and then their name out beside it and then have a name to go along with it. So it, it's it's the ultimate cheat sheet. And then they kind of flip it over and it's got talking points that are headline stuff like China. So if I'm asked about China,
1: mm-hmm. this is, you know. Well, I think it's an ultimate cheat sheet more so than it's like an ultimate senile brain dead sheet for retards. Is that offensive? Yeah.
2: I, I just thought it was pretty sad. I mean, this and and this guy like he, he looks he is is weak. He doesn't look weak. He is weak in every sense of the word. Mm-mm. Like no, yeah, I, this guy's mentally weak. He's physically weak. Like he's, he's physically, he challenged
1: that guy to a push-up contest mm-hmm. and during the campaign. How could he be weak if he challenged him to a push-up contest? Yeah,
2: <laughs> you know, just, he's, well, I, and and he would
1: lose it. Um, would that I mean, granted, he, that guy was fat. But I think that if Joe Biden tried to assume the push-up position, his spine would snap right above his butt crack. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because to do a proper push-up, you have to clench your butt cheeks. It's true. A lot of people didn't know that. If you're doing push-ups and you're letting your back bow, you're doing it wrong. I mean, look at my physique. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I
2: don't get it. So anyway. But this, I mean, he's... He's so weak, and and just think like it. And this is just coming from myself as an American. But you think about everyone else. I mean, whether it be because because we got we got owned by China last week um, oh, in a, yes. in a press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, Putin, same way, like Russia, China, Russia, like this guy. What, looks, what did
1: they own us on though? issues that they created yeah you they beat your dumb ass with the own hammer they took your hammer and beat you over the head with it you idiots
0: yeah at this rate we're gonna have cuba on in this pretty soon yeah
2: i I mean and and this guy's weak he's frail um he's he's obviously got cognitive decline um and and everybody sees it. it it's not just americans this guy makes america look weak
1: and, I mean, even
2: what you've got but complicit media. But he said media. he would
1: take Trump out behind the woodshed.
2: Yeah, and he may try that, but that probably wouldn't bode well for him.
1: Well, he also told the guy about the AR-14 that he would take him out and slap. I don't and understand Trump, where you're getting Trump would do week.
2: like that clip. He would hit him with a
1: golf ball. He would tee off, knock him, and, <laughs> and, and, hit him and, in the back and of the and head. I, Not,
2: that's why Biden but, fell down the stairs.
1: And when I said that he he's historically a, a known as a rotten, and here's why. Because, yes, the, the guy's old. He's completely out of touch, but he still thinks that he... So, and that's one of the things even, like, at your job, like a manager or, like, you know, what we used to do, a business owner, you know, that you have to deal with, they can become unwieldy with their authority so much so that it overrides their physical sensibilities and capabilities. And that's what's happened with him. Like, so you're so used to having corrupt deals and knowing the right people and getting your way that you have that you always had the misconception that that transferred to some kind of physical ability that that enabled you to push people around because of security apparatus or whatever the case may be. You were never bad, but you're sure as hell not bad now. And so now, your dementia has even made that problem even worse. That you're, dude, you look like this. You're in this condition, and you're talking about taking people outside, old man. If you didn't have the security, I'd slap your freaking head so hard, dude. And
2: this guy has obviously been propped up um <laughs> by his handlers and 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 by the complicit media and that's what what one of the next clips we're going to watch is one of the soft absolute softball questions that these guys pitch to him and it's it, it's not that unlike you know the questions that they used to ask obama they they you know, what enchanted you about your first 100 days was one of the things that, that was asked to Obama. And it's just, even he thought it was kind of, like, these people are gushing over this guy. And uh, so, yeah. He,
1: they're not gushing over him like they did Obama. They, no, they, that's what I was but, saying. They
2: were gushing over Obama, yeah. and they're they're but simping over Joe Biden.
1: To, to drive home my point a minute ago, though, if that guy in a different capacity was not the president at that age, if you were working a retail sales counter and you got a disagreement, that guy said, do you want me to do, I need to take you out back and slap you. Well, how would that feel? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, dude, oh, oh man, I'm gonna give you one, one, we're gonna take it from the top. We'll try this one more time. And then we're not going out back. I'm gonna slap you where you stand. You know what I mean?
2: But this guy's obvious. Like I said, he's he's mentally declining. Uh, he is. There's no two ways about it. It's not a like. It's it's nothing to question. But this guy right here doesn't have the mental capacity to do this podcast.
1: Well, here's the problem though. What if what if being the president is his truth? And that's what I'm saying. And I'm sure like, it and, is. And this is <laughs> not the truth of everybody <laughs> else. Yeah. And, and this
2: guy is the leader of the free world. And. I mean, he he has to have a cheat sheet of the reporters sitting in the room in front of him well, so that he can, like, I mean, it's like the game you play when you were a kid. It's like, I'm going to match this with that, you know? <laughs> well, I, I thought it was more like <laughs> the menu on ice cream truck is what it looked like to so, I me. Mean, I want that one. <laughs> like, it was it, bad. It, yeah, it absolutely is bad. It's embarrassing. I mean, it, it it is. and And the only thing more embarrassing than that is the person that's in line next in line for the administration that you know behind
1: him, so, excuse me, vice Mr. Vice President, I'm, I'm still talking.
2: And then, like, uh, she was asked, "Are you going to go down to the border?" Oh, and cackled about <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: like, dude, that woman, what? A, yeah. Well, it, the, and that's the thing. If you're so she, compassionate, and he's so compassionate. Why? Why are you laughing? And it wasn't a nervous laugh. Like no. you're an evil, evil scumbag. No, it's like a cackle. Yeah, dude, that woman's terrible. Terrible. So, and still. Media. But they, I, you do need to understand this administration stands on complete principle because they fired people for past marijuana usage this week, and that is standing on integrity, like his son. <laughs> you
0: know? Didn't uh, Kamala Harris? Didn't she have marijuana issues or something?
1: Well, I think she lied about smoking marijuana because oh, she was, okay. she was on uh, that black uh, nationally syndicated talk show, the Breakfast Club. I think it's I think that's what it's called with the the Charlemagne the not God or whatever his name is. And so I, it's the same one that Hillary Clinton was patronizing about the hot sauce. And so she was saying that, uh, they were asking her about music and she's like, Oh, in college. Cause she graduated college in like 89 or, or I, I forgive me if I get the years exactly wrong, but she, she graduated in the, the like 89, 90, something like that. Maybe 90, even 91. like, so, oh, I was listening to Tupac and Snoop, but they didn't break out and have you know, a, a big label or do any have any success until after, a year or two after. And I can't remember if the dude actually called her on or not because that, that guy, that Charlemagne dude, is like pretty brutal as far as calling stuff out like that. And he's, he's, he's the one that, you know, Joe Biden told, if if you don't know who you're, you're going to vote for me in Trump, then you ain't black. Um, but yeah, so she was on there lying about that. And I think that's, that's actually where I, I believe she talked about it um, smoking weed in college, but then having locked people up as a prosecutor for smoking weed, which bears in mind another an, an, another point that I'll try to make it short so we can move on, but the idea that people are in prison for minimal amounts of, or, or for smoking marijuana, number one, that's absolutely ridiculous. Nobody, nobody is in prison ever for just smoking marijuana. That's it. You smoke marijuana, boom, you're in prison. No, Um you you got to do at least a, some some work to get your ass into prison these days. Like that 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 ain't real, dude. Like the idea that people are just indiscriminately locked up for you know because they had a small bag of marijuana. Like yeah, that might and, land you in the county jail, but prison right. no sir, n- not n- not not going to happen.
3: You've said over and over again that. Immigrants shouldn't come to this country right now. This isn't the time to come. That message is not being received. Instead, the perception of you that got you elected as a moral, decent man is the reason why a lot of immigrants are coming to this country and entrusting you with Oh you can, you can pause that now. Look, I Whoa. Guess I Let, hold
1: on, Joe. I got something to say. Can you can you replay per- that? Can you start that from the beginning? The perception
2: of a moral and decent man.
1: Well, who in the flying has the perception that this dude is a decent and moral man? What historically would it be your support of Strom Thurmond? Would it would it be your uh, your statement that you didn't want your kids growing up in an interracial jungle, dude? And it's one. It's like when you, your wife asked you to like, oh, well, tell me some of those things. Well, I can't remember because there's too many, dude. Nobody is under the impression that you're a decent moral man. Look at your son. How in the crap would somebody that was a decent moral man produce a scumbag like, like that? You know what I mean? Was, was it a decent and moral thing when you were talking about, you know, the, getting the prosecutor, prosecutor in Ukraine fired? Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. And that's the thing, too. They'll run in any criminal enterprise. You're so freaking stupid, you don't know when to shut your mouth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, radio edit. But <laughs> That's why I need a radio edit button. But, it, and the reason that, that I'm dropping curse words is because, dude, the audacity of this is off the ch- decent moral man. Who is this bimbo asking this question? All right, hit it again.
3: That immigrants shouldn't come to this country right now. This isn't the time to come. That message is not being received. Instead, the perception of you that got you elected as a moral, decent man is the reason why a lot of immigrants are coming to this country and entrusting you with unaccompanied minors.
0: Well, look, I guess I should be flattered. People are coming because I'm the nice guy. That's the reason why it's happening. That I'm a decent man, or however it's phrased. That you know, that's why they're coming because no Biden's a good guy.
2: So that, so that's why they're coming because he's moral and decent. They're not coming because he promised like free health care and what amnesty.
1: I, and well, All think right, about look, this, dude. Like, obviously, we we live in what's still, in my opinion, the, the greatest country there is. But let's say the the leader of Zimbabwe was like this super nice guy. Maybe you guys should go to Zimbabwe. Would you go to Zimbabwe because he's a nice guy? No. You have some limp-wristed, weak-ass policies. You automatically go in and undo Trump's policies that incentivize coming here. And then this idiot, freaking retard, sorry-ass excuse of a reporter is going to sit there and try to fool whatever few people because you know there's a minuscule amount of people watching this. Into thinking, no, you don't get, and that's what I'm saying, like you don't get to control what the truth is. The truth is this dude has, a, he was one of the least popular candidates in the running. People hate this guy. He sucks. Nobody was excited about voting for Joe Biden at the at the onset of the primaries or in the general election. It's the same old, oh, we got to pick for the lesser of two. He's better than Trump. Nobody was excited about But This dude is old hat establishment Washington. He's as establishment as you could ever imagine. You're as establishment as they come. Nobody is excited about voting for you, dude. Nobody thought you were a decent or moral man. People look at your son, dude, who's having sex with hookers, raping his family members, um, supposedly. Smoking crack. Yeah, dude, your teeth are rotting out of your head because you're a crackhead. Dude, you guys have, like, you embezzled how much money and couldn't fix your grill, which it may be fixed by now. Yeah,
0: and I I mean, if you're embezzling that much money, you don't smoke crack.
1: I mean, (laughs) come on, you kick it up a notch. (laughs) Uh yeah, maybe maybe she'd be snorting coke with Emerald. Yeah, Bam, kick it up a notch. Yeah. I don't know that. Can we listen to that one more time? Because that that is a uh, man. That's infuriating right there, dude.
2: Just the way that, like I said, that this guy always he he always probably always will get a pass, like a, a media pass. Um, this guy's gonna get softball questions. I mean, like the story we did the other day, it was about him playing Mario Kart. I, I, who this this is news yes. I, there's nothing else you want to report on this guy and a lot of times and we've learned in the past like it's a a, a lot of the things that in, in these stories are things that they aren't telling you you know what I mean it's it's things that we're we're glossing over. We'll skip right over the the, the mental decline. Oh and yeah. this guy having a thirty second pause in the middle of sentences and we'll skip over his little cheat sheet sure. because he has no idea who he's even talking to. He, right. he, like when he's calling on somebody, he's like well, this is a woman and she has brown hair and on my cheat sheet. This okay, it matches up. This must be her name. Okay. You
1: <laughs> you ask the next question. It's Whatever true. your name is. It's completely true. I mean that's it's it's funny, but it's absolutely true. And and that's that's the the sickening and slash sad pathetic part about it. Yeah,
2: this guy's a clown shoe, and you know what? Like, z- add an extra ten minute or ten years or something for me in the gulag for saying it.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the one of the things though, too, when you're talking about the things they weren't asking, is when he said that you know Trump was letting children starve at the border. What the hell are you talking about? Like, so if you're a real actual journalist, whoa, 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 whoa stop, back up a minute. What the? What are you talking about? What the radio edit are you talking about? You know what I mean? Fire in the hole, Dick. No, (laughs) we got to stop right here, dude, because we got a problem. That never happened because there wasn't a border crisis under Trump. Yeah, but he made the accusation that Donald Trump was letting children starve at the border, turning them away so they'd starve at the border. Number one, if you come to the border, see you can't get through, and stand there and starve, you're a dumbass. You know what I mean? You're an idiot. (laughs) How many of <laughs> you just stood at the fence and looked right. through, starved yeah. completely yeah. to death? and then like the, that's the thing. It's like it's like some old friggin' uh, med- medieval movie where there's just all these skeletons laying around in a dungeon. Like I just stood here and starved. Get out of town. What are you talking about? It never happened. And so the it was the. The media and any actual journalists is responsible. Which now keep in mind, the fair point is there were no actual journalists there. There are a bunch of softball throwing hacks.
2: They're still not journalists there.
1: That's what I'm saying. There are a bunch of partisan freaking softball hacks, dude. Throwing and, grapefruit. And, and no grapefruit, to guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no,
2: I mean during all of this, this border crisis, journalists Actually, they're, it's still more like they're
1: throwing cocoa puffs. <laughs> the, the, yeah, journal, the journalists still and... aren't able to go down there. They are still no, not I'm saying able in to- the press conferences, There yeah. wasn't anybody there to ask the proper questions because there were no real journalists there. No. The only even half assed decent journal is the Deucey from Fox News, but he only gets in front of uh, Jen Suckey. And so, which he was actually giving her hell today. I think it was today or yesterday. It was pretty good. But um, no, there's no journalists there to, to check this because everyone was, everything was pre, it, this is frozen. And then microwave this. And so that's why they waited, what, 64 days is it for this? Because it was all contrived. And everybody knows why it's contrived because I don't give a damn if you voted Democrat your whole life or not. And if you voted for Barack Obama and Joe Biden, it doesn't matter. You know in your heart of hearts, you, you speak your truth, but in your brain, you know that this dude is freaking done. You know this dude didn't win the election. You're telling me this guy right here and with, that's the thing they always wanted to do to Donald Trump was compare him to Barack Obama and everybody else. So it's only fair, speaking our truth, it's only fair in reality if you compare this dude who talks smack, like you said on Donald Trump, if you're comparing the two, there there is no comparison. And even if they're, 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 what, they're within four years of age, and Donald Trump smokes you in every single metric that exists, you're better at nothing. Well, that's not true you're better at being a long-term career politician. You are better at that. And you're still, with with the, like you said, with them propping you up, you're still good at that as, as a figurehead because people, for whatever reason, Democrat voters think you're trustworthy even though anybody with a half a brain knows that you're not. And that's why they have him up there.
2: The next clip, obviously, we've had um, another mass shooting in Boulder. Um, so, and obviously, this is a freaking horrible tragedy, just like any other mass shooting, shooting, whatever, it doesn't matter. Shooting, stabbing, freaking acid attack. It doesn't matter. Like these, these things should not happen. And, uh, so what we got, and it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about a lot of these news stories are all about what they're not telling you. And, uh, on this clip in particular, this is a clip, um, from CNN, uh, talking about the the latest uh, mass shooting in Boulder.
3: The Boulder County DA says the suspected gunman is 21 years old and from a town about 30 minutes south of Boulder. Those are the victims. As for the suspect, he is in custody. He is a 21-year-old man, and we are now learning that video captured. Here he is just yesterday of a man being taken into custody is indeed the suspect. The would-
2: 21-year-old suspected shooter identified as Ahmed Alissa has been charged with 10 counts of
0: first-degree murder.
2: Did you know right. something? So, yeah... This – what they're not telling you is uh, the narrative that, that they always push. It's always and, – and, I mean, we talked about the Atlanta shooting, um, I believe, last week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was white supremacy. That's that's mm-hmm. what we were all told. That guy was an absolute racist. It was white supremacy, even though the guy was taken alive and actually, you know, told the, the deputies and whatnot that that was – not white supremacy, uh, went through why it was that that he did it. Um, and I believe it was like a, uh, what did he say? It was sex a, addiction. Yes, it was a sex addiction. And, uh, so, and, and, but either way, one way or another, when we talked about, uh, last week that they, they pushed the white supremacy narrative, uh, no matter what. And on this one, mm, what did they not tell you? This guy, Ahmad Alissa, and that's
1: it, like. Well, they left out the middle portion. Ahmad Al Alawi Alissa, Yeah. So kind of like they dropped the Hussein, or they wanted to drop the Hussein and said Hussein, and said it was racist for people to call Barack, Barack Hussein Obama. But for sure,
0: story.
2: and and this is what. Uh, this was posted by Mina Harris, which is Kamala Harris, I believe her niece. Uh, oh, good.
1: I was going to, yeah, I had that queued up too. Good. She
2: posted it on Twitter. Um, this is on the 22nd. It said, the Atlanta shooting was not even a week ago. Violent white men are the greatest terrorist threat to our country. Mm-hmm.
1: So this is what we're being fed a lot of the time. So th- this guy, just for for perspective, came here from Syria at, what, three years old? Yes,
2: yeah. I know he came here from Syria. I don't I'm not sure about the age. Yeah.
1: And he's and he's twenty one. So that means he's been here five years, right? Is that my, is my math right?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so even in being even in being completely wrong, which this woman is, um so she this is this is her tweet the next day. I deleted after
1: it. The after it was determined that he was a Syrian yes. immigrant. Muslim.
2: Yes, yes, because she completely jumped to the conclusion, you know, went ahead and pushed her narrative. And I remember the days back when, uh, before social media, because not everybody needs a voice and a platform and needs to be heard like this idiot. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's the truth. uh, Yeah, I mean, you've, you've, everybody just doesn't need. They just don't need a platform to speak well, you, on. Well, usually I mean, people you,
1: that had a platform back then were elevated to that status because they had something to say outside of... the I mean, there are exceptions, but usually if somebody had a platform, is because at least at one point they had done something or said something or wrote something that was worthwhile. And like you said, now any moron can... Yeah, you just spew
2: absolute fall like fake news, uh, in, in the richest of the sense, but yeah, just spew fake news and, and nobody would even know who you are or follow you on Twitter or whatever. If you're, you know, if your aunt weren't the, uh, the vice president. So she writes, I deleted a previous tweet about the suspect and, uh, in the Boulder shooting. I made an assumption, uh, based on his being taken into custody alive. um, and the fact that the majority of mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white men. So even in being absolutely, completely 100% wrong, you still have to say, like, because what she was doing was saying that being that this guy was taken alive, this Ahmad Alyssa guy was taken alive, um, that basically police put on the kid gloves if it's a mm-hmm. white person. So, and, and that's the, that's the assumption. What, she were they wearing him.
1: the kid gloves when he killed the police officer?
2: Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like this, she, she's got no, she's got no, like no business having a, any kind of a platform to be heard on. Um, but even, like I said, being completely wrong, you can't even admit that you are completely wrong and you completely miss the ball on this one. Like you, you,
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's one of the things that the the and again, it's somewhat some aspects is human nature, but with leftists, you you never admit when you're wrong. Can you read her second tweet one more time, please?
2: It said, "I deleted a previous tweet about the suspect in the Boulder shooting. I made an assumption based on his being taken into custody alive, and the fact that the majority of mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white males. Okay, so so you which I do believe is also wrong." Um, about the mass. No, that's shootings.
1: absolutely co- incorrect. Because, because, because so in, the, in the, the s- term mass shooting is a construct of them, and so what defines a mass shooting is also their definition. Four or more people shot, not dead, shot, and so sectarian gang violence primarily yes. comprises the majority of that. And so there, uh, there maybe in in your top fifty. So yeah, here's a graphic for it. Um. Yeah. No, not even so. How, how many white actual like lily bread white honks can you count?
0: <laughs> not there? very many,
2: right. Which, two I mean, or three. The, but one of the reasons but though, the why thing you- is on those statistics, Four. they back out gang violence. They take that away because that doesn't push the proper narrative,
1: right? So, but if you want people to talk about, and not only that though, so how many of those mass shootings were due to quote unquote white supremacy? Any of them? How many of those people were actual white supremacists? none nah. that I'm aware of. None. No. None. So white supremacy is supposed to be this, and, and dude, just the other one's was out to eat, looking around, like, it, all these gooey, overweight, so, so you got either, these guys are either overweight, wearing a mask, effeminate, skinny jeans on all of them, or, or you're just this malnourished looking, like a, a albino Ethiopian. You're all drawn up, stuck in your phone with your little hairdo, sipping yeah, different a lot of hair. Probably. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, where the where the hell? Like, so, and, oh, well, and I, I know what the excuse would be. A white supremacist doesn't look like uh, the biker person. Like, well, when they're in prison, they do. And that's white supremacists <laughs> actually did white supremacist stuff. That's why they're in prison. And so, where are they? Where, do, and I come into contact with a very, very wide array of people in my job, you know? So, I don't, uh... I don't know where all this these—and ma- obviously, I'm white. I don't know where all these white supremacists are. I don't know where these secret meetings are taking place because the thing is, like, the militant uh, minority factions— yeah, I don't get, factions, like, a white
2: newspaper that shows up on my doorstep sure. that tells
1: me where all the hate stuff's <laughs> right. going to go th- down. There was a, a governor this week. Um, uh, there was a journalist this week, or a quote-unquote journalist. A, a, a plethora of people yet again this week espousing— vehemently anti-white racist diatribes this week. So, that's out in the open. Like, your racism is on the open for everybody to see. But in for what you're saying to be true about white, white supremacy, it would have to be taking place in, in secret. No white people that I know, normally, I don't have any idea where any of this occurs, ever. Never. It, it, what, what, actually, I do. Joe Biden and his ill <laughs> said, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's real. Like, that's real. Like, dude, you were the one opposing busing in backroom, freaking cigar smoke filled rooms with people like Strom Thurmond to, so that your kids would not grow up in a quote unquote interracial jungle. There's your racist right there. And you guys have done such mental acrobatics to sell this dude is what that woman said. Uh, To quote her, a, a decent and moral guy? By what standard? Because that doesn't even hold up to your own freaking convoluted, idiotic standard. What on earth are you people talking about? It's bananas. Who in the hell could buy this? and and again they they try to hide that information but that's that's reality that's not anybody's truth that's the truth that's reality you're a vehement racist and they're trying to freak package you and sell you as something that you're not dude you're terrible and the whole time telling me and you and you and you're black so it doesn't matter that you're racist you know what I mean come on dude get out of here come on come on man now I can do that way better hang on come on man come on man but the, the whole narrative behind it
2: <clears throat> that they pushed over the Atlanta shooting was that was because of white supremacy. And, you know, the initial narrative that it sounded like a lot of people wanted to push over the Boulder shooting was also white supremacy <laughs> until they figured out this guy's from Syria. Which So now mm. it, white supremacy is not to blame. Now the gun is to blame. So... I mean, does it and this is all this is this is a talk that we always have after any kind of of a shooting. There's always one of those and it I, I can equate it back to the mask. It's one of those that we have to we feel like we have to do something or not we, but um, they but they, yeah, these people, you know, these elected officials, whatnot, they feel like they have to do something. And so, you know, a virus breaks out. Well, we got to do something.
1: Uh, wear a mask. By the way, I they didn't ask anything about the virus, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Wear a mask. So, and then when something like this happens, it doesn't fit the, you know, the traditional white supremacy narrative, whatever. Like, well, we've got to do something. So uh, it's, it's got to be the gun's fault. Yeah. So, and, and even uh, Lauren Bert, which is becoming one of my favorite uh, Congresswomen, she talked about colorado's because she's an elected official in colorado but she talked about colorado's gun laws and stuff that are already on the books and they already have universal background checks and they already have red flag laws like they have these things that which i believe are completely unconstitutional and would like don't don't want those anywhere near me but they already have these things these these what they would call provisions in place, and they do nothing. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're. But yeah, they,
1: they didn't obviously work. No,
2: they they do nothing.
1: And unless you start scrutinizing people and, and taking away their constitutional rights, constitutional rights on an individual individual basis, based on signifiers that that guy displayed, which would be unconstitutional. I, not it doesn't, but their solution requires that you would penalize law-abiding citizens, which already, it's no, that's... Absolutely, it always does. But the, the problem, and not to completely change gears here, but just like you said, like, you guys are trying to make this about something that is blatantly not without any, any amount of evidence whatsoever, not the most minute amount of evidence that would indicate that this guy did this because of white supremacy in Atlanta or... Uh, where was, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, where was this? Yeah, color, uh, Colorado, okay. yeah, yeah. So in, in neither circumstance, in neither instance, was there an indication that this had anything to do with white supremacy, but that's the narrative that you want to push right now, okay? So why on earth, with a media that would do that, would anybody believe you on election fraud? Why? You're not trustworthy in any capacity whatsoever. You got, and again, you you guys are are, are the propaganda wing of the Democrat Party and have been for a long, long time, hence the reason, and that's kind of what we've talked about at length tonight. Everything you do is to prop up a fictitious administration, a fake narrative, a satanic narrative, and an evil, like all this, none of it's real. And so, and they win by this division they're creating with that anyway, but- You can't make this, just like the guy last week and then again this week, you can't make, when he's questioning the the law enforcement officer that was presiding over that press conference, you can't make this what you want it to be by repeatedly asking the same question. The answer is not going to change no matter how bad you want it to. And so what what he's trying to do is supplant the idea into the viewer's mind that it does have something to do with white supremacy and because this guy is involved in law enforcement and law enforcement is steeped in quote-unquote systemic racism. Maybe this benevolent, heroic journalist is onto something. No, you're an idiot, dude. You cannot keep doing this because it's not real. Which they are going to continue to do it for said reasons. Um, terrible, dude. It's terrible.
2: This next clip is going to be Chuck Schumer and a, another whole band of uh, of Democrats and whatnot, which all these guys and and a lot of terminology. One of the main. Uh, terminology that's been thrown around here as of late, Uh, what they want to put on the books and what they want to sell you is common sense gun laws, which, and, and to hear the, to hear these folks say common sense, anything uh, is just rich. These are all career politicians. Uh, These, these guys probably never worked a blue collar job in their life. um, and, And probably honestly, probably couldn't. So
1: and your common sense dictates that you penalize law-abiding citizens. That's co- common sense doesn't require that you you penalize someone that's broken absolutely zero laws, period. That doesn't entail that you, you monkey with people's private property or more importantly their individual rights.
2: Well, the thing is, like these he, and we all know what the end game is. Sure. Like the end game is not people's safety. It's no. it's just not it's like control. The, it's always yes. been control. I, you,
1: and, and if you can't tell that these people and that guy in particular, looking at his face, that evil weaselly bastard, it, that that his ultimate goal isn't control and more power,
0: you would be a moron. It's a sad reminder. COVID is not the only epidemic in our country. Uh, we have to confront the devastating, unrelenting epidemic of gun violence. Unrelenting. That steals thousands of innocent lives across this country. I've already committed to bringing universal background checks legislation to the floor of the Senate.
3: For years, Democrats have pushed for action to stop this killing with common sense reform that will save lives. Now we can act, and we will.
4: This hearing, I hope will open a conversation about constitutional, common sense ways to reduce gun violence in America.
0: Inaction has made this horror completely predictable inaction by this Congress makes us complicit.
2: So by doing yeah. nothing, people, you, it, 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 thats and that gets back to what I was saying earlier, we have to do something. Like, please, we need to pass something. And that goes back to what we were talking about, about the, the filibuster. They want to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. And even those, there's a few politicians here, even in the last few days, that see the, the filibuster as quote unquote political gridlock. So, and that's the way they, that's the way they perceive it. They, they want to be able to pass whatever and whenever that, that, that they want to, this included. So, and like we said, this is not, this is not ultimately for people's safety. This is to disarm the populace and, um, and I saw something, and it was a statistic the other day. It was like the the United States, whatever the percentage of population we are to the world, owns something like forty five percent of the guns in this world. So, which is absolutely amazing, and that's something that I I like and enjoy hearing.
1: The, it's, and specifically when you're speaking about the the their rhetoric right now on the filibuster, when I want to say inevitably, but but. I, I sometimes I'm optimistic sometimes I'm not but if and when they're not in in the majority, their rhetoric will be completely different like it always has been and so there's the you know uh, Biden himself never ever supported getting rid of the filibuster until it became completely convenient when they were in fact that there there's been footage that was you know um, brought back out because of these circumstances this week of, of you know, him on the, um, the Senate floor arguing in favor of not getting rid of the filibuster because it wouldn't be beneficial to them at that time. Like, but that's how hypocritical they they don't stand on, like, so they try to, to push it as if they stand on principle and morals and integrity and history, you know, the historical context and X, Y, and Z of anything. None of which is true. You, you don't care about any of that. Just like we, I, I said... You care about ultimate consolidation of power, period. In every aspect.
2: This is a woman on the view. It's I believe Sunny, Hostin, Hostin, whatever. I don't know what her name is. It doesn't sunny, matter. Irrelevant. Yeah, Sunny couldn't care less. And that's what. Uh, yeah, I don't. I could give a goddamn less whether I'm pronouncing your name right because ultimately, like this lady's, uh, like you're not American. You don't know what the Constitution is. You don't. You have no idea. Like the the bill of rights um and you have no idea that these were granted to us by god not by the government they were they were granted to us by our creator so this lady goes um she goes on to say that she feels like a hostage um to to gun owners
1: Mm, interesting
3: that is not freedom because i feel like a hostage right now I feel like a hostage to the selfish people that insist on owning these types of weapons. That is not freedom in this country. You are not a patriot because you think you have the right to own these types of weapons. You are not a patriot. You should be uh, taking care of your fellow Americans.
2: Okay. And you're wrong. Cue that. Like you, you, this lady's a nut. Um, like you you live no, in a mansion she seems
1: totally emotionally stable yeah. to me
2: you live in a mansion you live in a bubble um, chances are you've got armed security guards and and that's the thing like you don't understand what it is to be an american and am i am i a patriot or we patriots no i would not consider myself a patriot but like do you think this woman's ever read the Constitution? Do you think she no. n- has ever read the Bill of Rights no. like that? Well, it doesn't matter no-
1: what what you quantify yourself as a patriot or not, because usually, like the individual doesn't determine himself to be that. Other people would do that for you. Likewise, you don't define or determine who is and isn't and what is and is not patriotic, because gun ownership is absolutely patriotic as a foundational principle and constitutional right of this country, you, because. Play the clip one more time. Let me me see that one more time.
3: That is not freedom because I...
1: It is freedom. It's It's absolutely absolutely freedom. freedom. So at the onset of your your ridiculously idiotic and moronic uneducated diatribe and look at the way she's looking off, like, come on, you're already wrong. It's absolutely one of the most important aspects of a free people to have mechanisms for self-preservation as as a as as a birthright as a god given right and next
2: well and and the thing is like the the hypocrisy is rich with this one and it always is like, you, i you i'm so sick of listening to people talk people that are surrounded by walls and fences and armed guards tell me Regular old blue collar working class run of the mill jerk off that I'm not allowed to defend myself or my family or anybody else that I deem fit. But but make no
1: mistake though too, you she would never be geographically in the areas in which we live. No, therefore you don't get to even if you not even you did it would it'd still be irrelevant. I but you don't dictate you, what happens where we reside. If if you look up
2: where she lives, her house has a wall around it.
1: Oh yeah, her absolutely. yard
2: is yeah. walled. It's. A, Which, hold, I, will I have no you, idea
1: who that. I've literally never seen nor heard of this person I, ever in my life. I don't and know that probably I probably won't after this. But. Yeah,
2: and I could not care less if I ever see her face again. Yeah, I, you, you make me sick. I cannot believe we got taken
1: Americans. <laughs> and, I mean, I, but freedom to you would be to dictate. Not only my Second Amendment, but my First Amendment right to free speech on what you'd emotionally, and that's what I was saying in, in, in the onset of this podcast and in the opening. You people run off raw emotions, and that's, that's by design. And that's what
2: I was getting at earlier with the with the uh, people storming the beach. Like we've we have discounted real bloodshed and patriotism with emotional patriotism.
1: Yes. I, I, yes. Well, after the the was it uh, the shooting in France? Uh, what happened in France a few years the
0: train ago? Yeah, on the train where they
1: got stabbed. It was, whatever it was, people on social media put like a, a superimposed like a French flag over their profile picture.
0: Yeah, that was where the guys. Uh, weren't that- they? they were Americans, actually, weren't they?
1: Yeah, because you had know. some military vets yeah, on that train. Yeah, they were
0: Americans that stopped a, some stabbing. Some guys yeah, stabbing. But, but people for, yeah, people put that
1: on there and put like France strong, and that was pretty. That that was better than landing at Normandy, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the society we live in. Like because, and like I, I said in the in the in the opening of last week, reality has been supplanted. By this artificial social network, so everything socially like that, yeah, and that's why what you're saying is accurate, and how that happened is because people's lives are are taking place on, on this this artificial apparatus, social media. But to you, freedom would again would be promoting cockamamie, sexually debased nonsense. And then anybody that speaks out against it, no, we need, we need to curtail their right to free speech, their First Amendment right to free speech. You need Absolutely. Because emotionally, I don't like that either. You're And so yeah, you're, you're going to say this, and then you're going to call other people fascists and Nazis and white supremacists when you are whatever supremacist, a fascist and a Nazi, period. Your, your freedom would be
2: curtailing other people's freedom. Absolutely.
3: I feel like a hostage right now. I feel like a hostage to the selfish people.
1: You feel, you feel like a hostage. Are you a hostage? Hell no, you're not a hostage, you moron. You're a wealthy idiot that's wealthy from doing something that I couldn't care less about. I'm going to guess you're an actress, maybe, or I, the, like some kind of bimbo-ass talk show host for freaking stay-at-home moms. I don't know. You feel that way. Your feelings are completely and totally irrelevant to someone's individual rights. If if you feel like someone in a lineup raped you but they didn't and there's zero evidence to support that they didn't rape you dumbass like it doesn't matter how you feel idiot alright
3: people that insist on owning these types of weapons that is not freedom in this country you are not a patriot because you think you have the right
1: nobody thinks they have the right they don't think anything they do have the right and, and this is them Again, slowly and methodically starting to encroach on that and to get more and more brazen and more and more into pop culture with it. And again, you don't get to determine who is and who is not patriotic and what is and is not patriotic. Eric Holdred said years ago that they need to make it uncool to own a gun. So you need to be uncool for your right to self-preservation and that's what she's trying to do right now. People are awake to this, though. This is going to go. The, this mentality will go nowhere. People, if they try to implement any of these things, we're talking about, people will resist it because I think a lot of the people are, are alerted to what you're trying to do and what it actually means. And, what, the, and
2: which, and this woman right here has no idea, and and maybe she does, maybe she don't. I don't know. That the only reason we still have some semblance of our First Amendment right is because of the Second.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So,
2: I mean, all of this, and I mean, you, you do have now on all these social media platforms, whether it be Twitter or whatever, I mean, even the president of the United States, the, the real president kicked off a platform, you know, so you, you're, you're infringing on that. You're encroaching on that too, but you're not able to run absolute rough shot over people, over the, over the majority of the populace because of that second, you, hmm. you know, it, and, and I mean it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. We we have we, we got absolutely owned by China. I mean the United States did as of last week. Mm-hmm. So but the Chinese still know, just like the Japanese did in World War II, you don't come over here, you do not invade the USA. And the reason that the Japanese didn't is because they know that the American public, the the well-regulated militia, which are the civilian, the gun owner, the second amendment, right? Like those type people, Mm -hmm. you do not want to come over here. You do not want to invade this country and China. I mean, whatever they do politically, you know, good and well, you're not coming over here the way it sits now. Sure, so, and,
1: and it's just like with the, the, them trying to ostracize the Oath Keepers. Um, and I'm not, like, endorsing those guys or anything like that. I'm not saying either or. I don't know a lot about them. But you've got military veterans that own weapons, semi-automatic weapons that are somewhat similar to the ones that they served in theater with. And, and again, they're not irresponsible, crazy people. The, the, they're trained soldiers practi- practicing their constitutional right. And so they're a formidable opponent to a foreign invasion, they're a familiar, formidable opponent to anyone. That's why they're alienating them and focusing on them because they, and again, they're not dangerous people for no reason. If I would assume that if you were to try to take their rights away or they needed to be, they would be dangerous again. That's why that they, again, they've put a kind of a focal point there. Um, and it's it's, it's so um, nauseating just just to watch this diatribe from this idiot. What Let, let, let her finish up. What is it?
3: to own these types of weapons. You are <gasps> not a patriot. You should be uh, taking care of your fellow Americans.
0: And, and
1: again, in like what you discussed, taking fellow your, care of your fellow Americans would entail that responsibly you're, you're prepared for whatever the scenario is, and owning a, par, a firearm is absolutely part of that because plenty of fellow Americans have botched robberies and a multitude of other, other things where people are trying to be victimized with a firearm. I've, I've seen a, a car caught in an uh, overflowing river in fast waters that tried to cross and got swept away, mother and child, in the car. Um, I can't remember if it was a police officer or a concealed carry permit holder, but the, the, because the water pressure is there sinking, you, you, He couldn't. you can't bust the window, so he shoots the window out and so, kicks it in, saves their lives with his pistol. And, and, again, like, that's just one small example of very, very many how they've been so much more beneficial when the majority of, of firearm deaths in this country are, again, sectarian gang violence, but nobody wants to talk about that. So you don't get to dictate, again, the narrative and talk about what it is and it isn't and ignore the, the primary reason for, quote-unquote, gun violence. Stolen guns used in the Commissioner of Crime and most of the time sectarian gang violence. That's has nothing to do with me. Nothing. You
2: also do not get to dictate whether or not law-abiding citizens get to exercise their Second Amendment right because of the way you feel.
1: Um, But but that's where we are. So much is done because of the way people feel, and then regular people are scared because you, you get a reaction like that. He just doesn't make you a patriot again. This act—you're an actor, so again, the appeal to raw emotions and people get scared because oh, you're emotional. Like everything's running off of emotion, and it doesn't need to be. So, and that and that lends itself to the whole idea of oh, speaking your truth." Yeah. Emotion—that's an emotional argument, and, and emotions are fickle. They're irrational, and they lead people to do stupid and asinine. Things, period. Uh, People that are ruled by emotions don't make good decisions with regularity. Emotional-based decisions are usually bad and wrong and made in the heat of the moment. Emotion doesn't need to regulate anything. Emotion doesn't need to create policy. It's bad. That's Again, you don't make large decisions when you're emotional because it's the smart thing to do. Smart people don't make bad emotional decisions in in inopportune times. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, you even hear the saying, take the emotion out of it. Take the emotion out of it.
1: Absolutely.
2: And the thing is, like our founding fathers, these guys weren't dumb. There's a reason they put the First Amendment first and the Second Amendment second. Like they they did that like this was this was all calculated. So they know that their freedom of speech, their their you know, their their freedom of religion, all that good stuff. Like they they know they 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 knew what it took. They had been persecuted, whatever. There's a reason why these people left. Mm-hmm. So
1: so you're telling me that they're smarter than, than that woman? Quote, you are, you are a pig. Candace Owens reports Dem hopeful to cops over KKK hood pick sent in reply to tweet about violence against black people. Candace Owens has, has filed a police report against, quote unquote, of course, this is uh, at the Sun, by the way. And so against, quote, racist, he is racist, Democratic hopeful, so I'll take the quotations out, Democratic hopeful Liam O'Mara, after he sent her a picture of a Ku Klux Klan hood on Twitter, O'Mara, who ran and lost in the November 2020 congressional election in California's 42nd district, sent the picture to Owens in a tweet along with the message, yikes, you may have dropped this. The right-wing commentator has hit back at the message with a series of tweets in which she claims she has filed a police report against O'Mara for the widely criticized move. Quote, just got off the plane, I'm sorry, just got off the phone, off the plane, with with Riverside County Sheriff's (laughs) Department, Owens wrote, Guess who is filing a police report against you for your little Klansman act that you keep defending? I am done with you racist Democrats thinking you can do what and say whatever you want to black conservatives. An earlier tweet from Owens read, How do you feel about Democrats sending photos of KKK hoods to black conservatives conservatives as an insult? Because I'm pretty sure, as my grandfather is still alive and breathing, you... and suffered the real Klansman in his youth that this is a racist, this is racist and you are a pig for sending this. Omar's tweet and picture was sent in response to a tweet by Owens about black crime. But, quote, the number one violent offenders against black people are other black people. The number one violent offenders against Asian Americans, this is Candace Owens' words, not mine, against Asian Americans are also black people, but both uh, hashtag Black Lives Matter and Asian Lives Matter Our campaigns dedicated to stomping out white supremacy because clown world, which I think is a brilliant tweet, by the way. I love that, (laughs) clown world. Um, And so then this guy sends her that. And surely, obviously, it's Twitter. You can see the picture of her right there that that she's a black woman. Look at this guy. Ponytail slash man bun, trend beard, dork glasses. Was he about 50? 48? That's what he looks. Yeah. What a numbskull, dude. But so, you tweet a picture of a clan hood and tell a black woman that she dropped her clan hood. Like, you guys don't even follow your own rules, dude. And yet, still babbling about white supremacy, you're a Democrat in California. And we're letting you dictate policy nationwide in the in the public square. Because again, that's when you're talking about cancel culture. So much of that rhetoric comes from California and New York. That's where all all your bully pulpit stems from is California, and New York. Yet you pull stunts like this, and you're running for a congressional seat, and you're and you're sending Klan hoods to black women because they're a conservative. What is wrong with this picture? Like, you people are so far off the ranch of reality. And like, and it's been said, and historically you can go back, the Democrat Party historically is, was, and always will be steeped in absolute vehement definitional actual racism. You people are scumbags. Again, I don't know anywhere. Dude, I don't know anybody that, that I run with, know or, or have any worthwhile conversation with ever that, that is into politics that knows Candace Owens that doesn't adore her. And, and um, Thomas Sowell and, and, the, and Larry Elders and all the other black conservatives, everybody loves them. People don't care that they're black. People actually have an affinity for them because they they're, they're um, black conservatives are, are somewhat of an abnormality. Because you just don't see them that often. It's they're fascinating to watch and listen to. It's great to have a black a black conservative perspective is refreshing. We like it. We would love to see more of it. And that's one of the things that, that I've always thought here the last few years. if you're if you're a younger black person that even remotely leans conservative and you have any articulation to you whatsoever, and you start a YouTube channel, you will absolutely make money.
0: Oh, yeah, you'll be a rock star. <laughs>
1: Do it. <laughs> like I, I'd love to see it. So it's like like that stupid uh, that uh, British no name that has pretty much just dis- already disappeared and fell into complete irrelevancy after he was wrong about Trump getting elected the North or Oliver whatever do it do, the guy when they're t- when Donald Trump was talking about running do it please I'll personally send you a check for your campaign it's the same thing if you're black and you're gonna and you're thinking about starting a conservative anything do it but actually I'm saying it with sincerity you should do that. Because you can make money. But the Democrats will hate you, and they'll come after you, and you'll find out who is and who isn't racist. You'll find out which side of the political spectrum is actually racist.
2: Yeah, for sure. These these people right here, like the left, you always talk about being tolerant and being diverse. And, and inclusive. Being, yeah, inclusive. And being the champion for women and minorities. And so you you think in the spirit of inclusiveness and in, in, in the spirit of tolerance, you send a black woman, a clan hood. Yeah. So, but it's the, that's the thing. Like you don't want, you, you don't, you're not the champion of women. And we saw that. Um, I mean, we, we see it today, not only with Candace Owens, but with, uh, Marjorie Taylor green, we see it with Lauren Boebert. um, we, oh, dude, they and that they hate actual and, powerful women. And we started seeing that back in I believe it was 08 with Sarah Palin. I mm-hmm. uh, you don't want like you you say that you're the champion for for the black people or for the woman until they think different than you. Like you can tolerate everything except a different opinion.
1: And but that's the thing though too as far as diversity of thought. Conservative women are more diverse in their rhetoric and their thought patterns and thought processes than liberal women. They're all exactly the same. So the two women you just named, their rhetoric isn't identical and it's really not even close to identical. They're both conservative, but the issues that they choose to focus on are different and their approach is completely different. They're, they're unique. They're not carbon copies that tow the, the same worn out um, diatribe. It's not the same worn out rhetoric. It's, it's it's good, it's truthful, it's honest, but they there's a, a difference between the two of them, and they're both great. But with the left, it's all the same, and it pretty much all devolves to, what, that's racist. But to be fair to the soy-filled man bun guy that sent that, <laughs> I think when he sent that, and this, I'm not even trying to be funny, when you sent that, undoubtedly, unknowingly and unwittingly to yourself you were speaking your truth your heart came out in that tweet because you're an idiot you're an idiot and you're an actual racist you're a freaking dirtbag and the majority of you are terrible terrible people dude stop voting democrat
2: but this week uh i'm doing the canceling so who's getting canceled this week is going to be uh Pantene.
1: pantene Oh no, panting probe.
2: Yeah, you're not gonna get those luscious locks anymore and you're still so no more golden dang luscious locks. So this is for LGBTQ
1: kids. Hair is more than how you look. It's how you are seen.
4: Sawyer so is an old soul. She is our uh, spunky so, oh, pause and that? creative.
2: Uh, Sawyer is not an old soul. Sawyer is like a nine-year-old boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
1: this is a boy.
2: Yes. Oh, so this is going to so, be a tranny one. Yes, okay. This oh, is, wow. Um, awesome.
1: Uh, yes. And uh, spunky. And so, so is that two mothers? He's he, uh, well. So, and wait. This this is a uh, this is a biological male pretending to be a female. Correct. Yes, that okay. is correct. So and, and there are two biological female mothers. Yes.
2: Um, nice. Both this, of which look like males. So, so,
1: but dude, when we were kids, you have six would be on Maury, by the way, or Jerry <laughs> Springer one. Like this. This is so freaking far off the range.
2: And and this. Mm, it it's makes me upset. It um, makes me happy. I'm upset it, that you're upset, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? This, this makes me really upset. So, yeah, not an old soul, a uh, young boy. So, and what they've basically done is they've let a young boy um, grow out his hair. Um, and this is because, like, companies anymore, like, you don't sell products. Uh, you just sell a narrative and a leftist mm-hmm. idea. And uh, you just virtue signal in your commercials. Instead of making a good product, selling a good product, having a good, meaningful exchange in your product, uh, you sell nonsense like this.
4: Bunky and creative kiddo. Sawyer also happens to be a transgender girl.
2: Wrong. I'm going to have to wrong again. Um, No, you're not a transgender girl. Transgender is not a thing. That looks like
4: Randy
1: from Home Improvement.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It does. Transgender, not a thing. Doesn't exist. Um, There's males. There's females. This one happens to be a male. Um, I I
1: think you're wrong. I think this, you know what? You scientifically, maybe if you use Pantene Pro-V's product, you turn into a
0: woman. It'll change your dna I, don't Something.
2: Know, I it definitely makes you soft
4: in the community wearing the clothing she wanted in her hair and she kind of was herself and that was the first day where i saw her
2: i, I want to stop right there that, yeah, that, yeah so, they're, so they're they're
1: making uh, like sure that they include as many descript like gender descriptors as they can she her
2: Hershey, Hershey, the Hershey. Hershey. So <laughs> Hershey, how we doing? So <laughs> that's <chocolate> Hershey. <laughs> um So are you sure, because we're sitting here looking at two biological males, which are both, I'm sure the mother of this no these are biological females i'm sorry biological and even i get confused because well that one on the left is
1: definitely confusing because that could yes that's very in fact let me two two biological females that both have haircuts like little boys i I, I actually i actually think the one on the left might be a biological male pretending to be a female so i mean that's plausible right i guess it doesn't matter yeah
2: Any, you've got two females right here.
1: They got the rainbow flag in the window. That absolutely... They sure do.
2: Yeah, they do. You did not procreate and make this little boy. So... It's a shame that you're allowed to adopt a child. You should not be able to adopt a child. Oh, they're breaking this kid's you, brain seven yes, ways from Sunday. No, Dude, you, you, sh-
1: you guys are doing a real disservice to this Mm-mm. individual. You, for sure.
2: you have no, you, there's no reason for you to be uh, any kind of influence and over I, a young child's mind.
1: And I wonder if in some aspects or in some of these situations, it's because they they have bought the this uh, fantastical narrative and this just the sheer idiocy that that this is like a legitimate thing because the media has pushed like the transgender bullshit so hard that they they're doing this because they think it's the right thing to do which in my opinion the individual on the left whatever it is i, I think that's a biological i literally i think that's a biological male pretending to be a female personally um how in, how endearing it's looking at the biological what appears to be a biological female um, but then I heard somebody else do. So in theory, this this what appears to be a biological male could have impregnated that biological female, and but then changed.
0: No, no.
1: Why not?
0: What does it mean to be super gender creative? <laughs>
1: She has always been super gender creative, man. That means she uses Pantene Pro V to freaking look. She could, um, she, he, whatever it is, can make its hair look like Sheila Jackson's hair. It's so creative. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with Pantene, you Pro could look v, like a Triceratops too. Yeah, because they just said that hair isn't how you look. I beg to differ, and so is Sheila Jackson because she looks like an idiot and as defined by her, like her, your hair made you look stupid. Your mouth made you sound stupid, and assure your stupidity to everyone else.
2: So they were talking about you know this this little boy dressing up in girls' clothes, yada yada yada. And I I heard somebody else do a a commentate on this, and they said uh, and and made mention of the of the fact that they said this was the first time that we had really seen her. You know, like we were just really you know we didn't really as a child really see this. The, you know, co- we we all just saw it come together. Once this little boy was dressed up as a girl, and well, now we now we really see her well, as well, We you know her. I'm using their sure. their pronoun, whatever. But now we really
1: see this person as they are now, as they're really. They've ruined meant the to word be. pronoun. You can just say their terminology because pronoun is like so many other things. They hijack the word pronoun. It's it's no longer. <laughs> No, it's no good. But Pro- whenever, whenever, uh, whenever the, the biological boy did that, because remember when we were kids and you used to frolic around, just like at that age, just, and we all kind of made fun of you for frolicking? No. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so anyway, uh, no, like th- th- this is, this is a, a mind radio edit.
2: And super gender creative, also not a term. What is, like you said, gender creativity? What is what is that? Yeah, that I mean, means because because if nothing. you were a
1: biological female and this wasn't a stupid contrived game, you wouldn't you wouldn't have to be super gender creative because that alone right there denotes that something is abnormal about what you're doing, right? Yes, because yes. you had to be creative because you weren't. Na- you're not a female dumbass.
0: Yeah, creative. And how yeah. like
1: yeah. and the kid. And, and I, I'm going to say this, dude, because it's a child, isn't necessarily the dumbass. The kid is confused. You two, those are the dumbasses. You are sick in the head yes. for foisting this onto a child. It's terrible. Yeah, Terrible.
2: That's why you have no business. But let me ask this. Being any kind of influential person in, sure. this, in this child's life. And you I'm get- not
1: going to rail on it, but I wonder if this kid has unmitigated internet access via a cell phone to internet porn. Are you letting the kid watch porn too? Because that would be gender creative. You freaking wackos. What else they gotta
4: say? Super gender creative, <laughs> and hair has been a big part of her transition. Once she told us that she identified as a girl, she immediately wanted to grow her hair out.
0: It made me feel good and confident,
4: and it made my insides match my outsides. This is a kid. So your who penis knew grew up in your body from such a young age, and uh, as a mom, you always worry about your kids being um, loved and accepted. So I'm always telling Sawyer to never hide who she is, always be herself, never be afraid to step out and exist as the person that she is.
0: Our family motto is everybody loves everybody, no matter what path you follow.
1: And, and and again like that sounds like something arbitrary but that's that is a construct of the like love wins and so that's one of the things that you you have used to tear down like the societal norms of age so everybody love everybody so when that in the and that the the two uh, parents i guess you would that's what they probably the, the two guardians um, no, they're not that either. <laughs> um, the, 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 the two t- adult age um, individuals that appeared in the video that have legal custody of this individual, when the one on the left that appears to be a biological male masquerading as a female, oh, everybody loves everybody and starts to, mol- because, dude, the, the molestation rate amongst people that have this level of sexual deviance and being debased has got to be astronomical.
0: So it says their family motto is for everybody to love everybody no matter which path they follow. So would they love a Christian conservative that tells them they're doing the wrong thing?
1: Absolutely no. not. No. Because that would be hatred and bigotry. And because that's the it, what that slogan is the antithesis of Jesus Christ's principles. That's why they're saying it. That's the whole point behind it is because this is debased sexual satanic nonsense. This is so abnormal on such a, I mean, the level of— and that's the one of the really negative things about where we're at societal-wise because these people—and I've said this forever. You know this. I've said this for years. I've said this since I was a teenager. The slow and steady march. These people do this while we sleep. That's all they do. They work around the clock to tear this stuff down. And again, when when I was talking last week about re- the 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 ultimate realization that that Satan is, is real and uh, he manifests himself and does his work through people on Earth, this is what that can look like. That's what this looks like, because this isn't again an arbitrary and um, innocent thing. That this is this is what mentality is behind this. Is it positive or is it negative? When someone is so so far off psychologically and then you're feeding that psychosis by so not you're not enabling you're promoting and when you when it goes back to the two people sitting on the couch the the and look this uh, common man's common sense this is a regular redneck jerk off's opinion but the the individual on the left you to me there are strong indications that you're touching that child. I, look, I'm not saying like, legally, this, uh, I, that is happening. We need to call the police. No. <laughs> My opinion is, by looking at you, you th- there's a lot of indicators, just subliminal you know indicators there. Does anybody see what I'm talking about? Like with that, like you look, you've got it written all over your freaking face, man. Like-
0: Definitely keep, looks odd.
1: Keep playing. And, and I'll, I'll break it down for you, Barney style.
0: It means- I can be who I am, no matter what. It doesn't matter because everybody loves me. My advice is just be yourself and don't let anybody tell you who you are.
1: It almost sounded like... And
2: and that's unfortunate for, for that young boy. Um, Absolutely. to grow up. This is a separate one. I don't know if you want to watch it or not. Um, but
1: it's along the same lines. I don't. I can't. I can't stomach. I'm sorry, it, dude. I I would, but I can't stomach any more of this nonsense. Ugh, but I actually
2: I feel sympathy for for that young boy that yes. that could have and should have grown up playing baseball and with G.I. Joes and and doing boy stuff, and instead you were thrust into this family, um, with two people that are confused themselves um and and they have that's why i say they have no business uh influencing a small young impressionable mind you've got no sense doing it uh and you will have that child you will have that child confused probably the rest of his life and hopefully hopefully and and i honestly hope and pray to god that they haven't put this child on any hormone blockers that will further confuse and and delay puberty and the natural process and hopefully this young boy goes out figure go goes out into the world figures out that this is not normal this is not natural and is able to to go and live a a normal natural life as a boy should right
1: which so then there was a story from this week and last week, and so one of them was the the transgender story hour, one of those individuals, like these trannies or whatever, got busted with kid porn. And Shocker. So it, it, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the level uh, of child molestation, the rate of child molestation in the LGBT community is higher. Statistically speaking, dude, the, this is the facts, is higher than in the heter- exponentially higher than the heterosexual community
2: and i think they identified as being lesbians am i correct in saying that is
1: it, i don't i didn't see that because like so I'm, i was confused like and again but what i was going to get at is i've seen a statistic also that said that
2: not all gays are pedophiles
1: but, but the majority of the pedophiles majority are of, homosexual. Yes,
2: the majority right. of pedophiles and, 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 and identify like, like, as homosexual. But that's an
1: inc- that's and so that is one of the real inconvenient truths. And so, just like the AIDS epidemic in the eighties, it was above eighty percent of AIDS cases were amongst homosexual men's at that uh, man at the time. And so, um, and that's you know, re- and it's funny how how like cyclical things are with like the the music industry. But like they did the movie about Queen and stuff like that. But I remember when Freddie Mercury actually died. And the the AIDS benefit concerts mainly because Metallica had played at Wembley Stadium in her Sandman. It was pretty sweet. But uh but yeah, that guy heard of it. Yeah, that that was like a big thing (laughs) back then, you know, like R the I think it was the singer to R. E. M., my sister liked the band R. E. M. who I'd never cared for. And always thought that dude was a pencil necked weirdo. And he is. Um i'm pretty sure he he i know he's gay and i'm i wanna say he looks like he has aids i'm pretty sure he does or h i v whatever but um and that's what sexual debasement will get you and look man i'm not everybody knows what it is you know what i mean like yeah, you, you, you can thumb your nose. Like I'm, I'm not Billy Graham, dude. I'm not gonna Bible thump you. But like, there's very basic principalities that are contained within the Bible. That are, again, and we're talking about common man. Common man's common sense. The Bible is written in such a way, it's common sense. Like these are the rules that are laid out. This is this is the way it's supposed to be. And if you deviate from that, especially if you thumb, if you deviate and um, a rebel. This is just, again my opinion. But through my life experiences, I've noticed in a multitude of ways my life and other people's lives, when you, when you deviate with a heart of rebellion and, and you thumb your – not that you're, you're deviating and you're rebelling and you still believe in Jesus Christ and you believe these teachings and you know you're doing wrong and sinning, but the ones that, that you discount this in its entirety and thumb your nose at it and the societal changes that you create, misfortune always in, ensues. In every aspect and you people still don't see it because the left you're not, you're, you're getting what you want right now and you're still not happy. There's a reason for that. And you will never be happy. If you were to eradicate the quote unquote white supremacists, you would still not be happy. You will never be happy. Because you're you're of debased mind, you're not of sound mind, which are the things that I keep like harping on here the past few episodes, and I've only once say I, I harped on these the past few episodes, but I harped on these for years. Have domain over your own devices and your own mind, your own family. Be succinct. Be complete. Be well-rounded. Be make smart decisions. Make ethical decisions. Be moral to your family. Put family first. Yada yada. All the, the basic principles that everybody with a brain knows. Be fiscally responsible. You're the left, by design and by principle, is none of those things. You don't. They, they care nothing about fiscal responsibility. They want the government handout. It's and you're never happy. That will a government handout will never equate to any measurable amount of success. You will never be successful financially or otherwise subsisting off a government handout, but that's what you owe. Universal basic income. It's already happening in California and Oakland. And that's what they want when they're they're supplanting regular paychecks with coronavirus relief. Dude, they didn't even ask about coronavirus at that press conference because it's not a thing anymore. You're, You're still giving out money for it. America's off the ranch and like and so we can finish this if, if we're ready to the same way we started have domain over your family over your devices have control of your life do your and again people need, need to make sh- to think about this um, you have influence over your children it's one of your ultimate all-time responsibilities in your life as a parent is your your children You can control what occurs in your household. So, like I said before about using pornography, pornography is one example. Alcohol, um, anything that that comes under your roof, you, you have control over that. So, one person may have a problem with alcohol, but alcohol may not be another person's problem, but your children see all of that. So, what comes under your roof through whatever conduit, be it your smartphone or however, is for you to control you can't control what other people's kids do. And so when you look around in society at the guys sipping the latte, wearing the skinny jeans, and his kid has a mohawk and he's cussing, you, you can't control that. You have to have influence where you can and make your children know why that, that, that's a negative thing. And so many lackadaisical parents that are stuck into the trap of social media and otherwise are allowing those children to, and, and by proxy their parents, their children, to influence your own child at school or wherever else. And again, I'm not saying I know all the answers. What I'm saying is parents need to be mindful of what is being put into their child's brain because if you can't tell by now, looking at that commercial, and you know I've said this for years, the war for your child's mind has been on. They want your child's mind more than... Uh, t- anybody articulate to me an argument to the contrary that there is not a battle for your child's mind. Who is behind the battle for your child's mind? Satan. Satan. Dude, this isn't like a a Christian talk podcast by any means, but these are basic common-sense principles. Satan is behind the full-fledged assault for every child. And look, look what's occurred in this child's life. While this isn't, there's not a goat head on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not a blood sacrifice. (laughs) but, But this is some satanic nonsense. This is garbage, dude. People need to, again... Make sure to the best of your reasonable ability to filter what is coming in your household, and lead by example. I mean, it's, it's basic stuff. Don't let your kid be influenced by some nonsense like this. And and that's those commercials are made for soft brain people. Children, by virtue of being children, have soft brains. That's why this exists. Period. That's my soapbox for today. We'll be coming at you next week.
0: Yeah, I With think that's a good hold. way to end it right there. Thank you everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of common man's common sense. We'll be back at you next week.